Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. What do you do when you are exhausted? That's how I feel today. I enjoy watching the sunrise or the sunset. Whenever I feel exhausted, it's usually because I've overdone it with work and I literally feel cognitively exhausted. When I look at the moon rising and we are having a beautiful, almost full moon that rises up in the horizon in sort of Ah, cream colors, like a yellow reflection of the sun. And the sky is turning pinkish, purplish, and then it starts to get dark and the moon rises. And if you see the, the sun either rising or setting, there is something expansive, something that allows us to leave our worries behind. And I like, when I feel exhausted, to just leave that at the foot of the altar. I also went by the church for adoration. In the school where my kids attend, there's a retreat for their class right now. And uh, it's nice to be able to join in prayer with those that are praying for the youth that is looking to find a connection with God. We're praying for revival. We're praying that the connection to God just lights up the way it did in Pentecost for all the apostles' friends. So even in our exhaustion, we can offer it up to God and ask Him to use it. When we feel like we have nothing else to give, sometimes is when we can really allow the Lord to fill us up and to act on His strength, not ours. We continue the beauty of readings that reminds us that God is merciful. We continue the readings about allowing ourselves to repent, to come to the Lord, acknowledging the things we've done wrong. Today's reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah, and the imagery is really poignant. It talks about our sins being as red as something that stains a white garment, but the Lord will, with his forgiveness, make us shine white and bright again in the sun because he wants us to return. He wants us to turn around. Brothers and sisters, when we do that, we can open our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our beings to God and say, Father, I am sorry. I am here to ask forgiveness. Give me another chance. I am here to recognize my sinfulness, the ways in which I have not acted as you wanted me to act. And sometimes we recognize a pattern of behavior that has brought on other problems. We've acted a certain way and condone behaviors, thoughts, words that are really not pleasant to the Lord. And 
When we ask the Lord to judge us, he will do that and say, oh, well, thank you for inviting me into this part of of your heart or, or your mind. Let me show you what I mean by aligning that part to my will. So when we allow the Father to show us his will and to connect to his heart of hearts, he will align us. Uh, brothers and sisters, he will help us turn around. And when we turn around, the whole universe turns around. Those around us turn around because we're all connected. Brothers and sisters, we have today a beautiful reading also in the psalm where we learn how to pray. And we have Psalm 50. The refrain says, To the upright I will show the saving power of God. Friends, do we allow God to show us his saving power? We have to allow him. He is a gentleman. He will not push. He will allow us to remain in whatever sin or darkness we choose because we have free will. But the Lord will show his saving power to the upright. Even when we fall, when we falter, we stand right back up and say, Father, I am sorry. Forgive me. Give me the strength to not do that again. And those that are humble, those that recognize that they need the Lord, they will receive that assistance. Because if we are arrogant and feel that we can do it on our own, then we are missing out. So falling also means that we allow the Lord to take over, that we are now able to be in the presence of signs, miracles, and wonders. The Lord is going to chastise us if we ask him to judge us. He's going to say, look, this is not what I want you to say. This is not what I want you to do. This is not where you belong. You've left the place where you needed to, to be a part of. Why did you do that? Or you are in the place where you shouldn't be. Why did you do that? The Lord is going to instruct us until our heart has returned to the place that he has for us. So to the upright, he shows his saving power. And that means we may have fallen, but we stand right back up and ask the Lord to forgive us. In Matthew chapter 23, Jesus speaks to the crowd, to the disciples, to you and me, and says that the scribes and the Pharisees take the seats on the chair of Moses, and they do observe all the things but they do not have hearts that are aligned with God. And so Jesus says, do what they tell you, but not their example. Do not follow their example because they're not doing it themselves. They are preaching it, but they're not practicing. They're asking others to carry heavy burdens, but they don't do anything to assist. And their works are performed to be seen. So they're already receiving their price, their reward in heaven for that. And that can be asked many times. We don't do it for the reasons that God instructs us to get discipline in our hearts, to build our will, to be able to be more courageous, to be able to subdue our desires so that we can ask God to use us better. We do it because we want power or safety or reputation Jesus says, the greatest amongst you must be your servant, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled. Friends, we come to the Lord in humility, knowing that he has great plans for our lives and that we cannot do it without him. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we ask for all the youth that is in retreat right now, for all of those 
that have come a while to be with you, to, to rest for a while with you, Father, that you will show them what you want for their lives. They, they will step into their vocation, into their book of life, that they will know and heed your word, that they will know your commandments and follow them, that they will inspire one another to step into purity and light and well-being in your presence, Father. We ask that you will send angels that will surround their beds and their rooms so that they can rest in you, Father. We ask that you will clear their minds and give them dreams and visions so that they can know the way you know what you have ready for them. And that love and peace and self-control and joy and kindness and gentleness, all the gifts and fruits of the Holy Spirit may come upon them like Pentecost, Father, that there will be revival and they will know that you are God and without you there is no life and no happiness. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.